Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, September 20th. In Revelation 1.8, Yeshua says of himself, I am the Alpha and Omega, the Aleph and Tav, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Did you know that if you read Genesis 1.1 in Hebrew, there is an Aleph Tav right smack dab in the middle of that verse. Truly, Yeshua, the Aleph Tav, is there in the beginning and the end. So, if you were reading your Bible in Hebrew, whenever you come across Aleph Tav, this is a direct reference to Yeshua. The acronym for Daily Audio Torah is D-A-T. In Hebrew, that is Dalit Aleph Tav. When you unpack that in the ancient Hebrew picture language, what it means is this, doorway to the Aleph Tav. The Daily Audio Torah is your doorway to the Aleph Tav, your doorway to Yeshua. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Nitzavim, and it means, You are standing. Deuteronomy 30, 1-6 When all these things befall you, the blessing, and the curse that I have set before you, and you take them to heart amidst the various nations to which Hashem your God has banished you, and you return to Hashem your God, and you and your children heed His command with all your heart and soul, just as I enjoin upon you this day. Then Hashem your God will restore your fortunes and take you back in love. He will bring you together again from all the peoples where Hashem, your God, has scattered you. Even if your outcasts are at the ends of the world, from there Hashem, your God, will gather you. From there He will fetch you. And Hashem, your God, will bring you to the land that your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. And He will make you more prosperous and more numerous than your fathers. Then Hashem your God will open up your heart and the hearts of your offspring to love Hashem your God with all your heart and soul in order that you may live.
Isaiah 33:10 to 36:22 Now I will arise says Hashem I will exalt myself now raise myself high you shall conceive hay and give birth to straw my breath will devour you like fire peoples shall be burnings of lime thorns cut down that are set on fire here you are who are far what i have done you who are near note my might sinners in zion are frightened the godless are seized with trembling who of us can dwell with the devouring fire who of us can dwell with the never dying blaze he who walks in righteousness and speaks uprightly spurns profit from fraudulent dealings waves away a bribe instead of grasping it stops his ears against listening to infamy shuts his eyes against looking at evil such a one shall dwell in lofty security with inaccessible cliffs for his stronghold with his food supplied and his drink assured when your eyes behold a king and his beauty when they contemplate the land round about your throat shall murmur in awe where is one who could count where is one who could weigh where is one who could count all these towers no more shall you see the barbarian folk the people of speech too obscure to comprehend so stammering of tongue that they are not understood when you gaze upon zion our city of assembly your eyes shall behold jerusalem as a secure homestead a tent not to be transported whose pegs shall never be pulled up and none of whose ropes shall break for there hashem in his greatness shall be for us like a region of rivers of broad streams where no floating vessels can sail and no mighty craft can travel their ropes are slack they cannot steady the sockets of their masts they cannot spread a sail for hashem will be our ruler hashem shall be our prince Hashem shall be our king. He shall deliver us. Then shall indeed much spoil be divided. Even the lame shall seize booty. And none who lives there shall say, I am sick. It shall be inhabited by folk whose sin has been forgiven. Approach, O nations, and listen. Give heed, O peoples. Let the earth and those in it hear the world and what it brings forth for hashem is angry at all the nations furious at their host he has doomed them and consigned them to slaughter their slain shall be left lying and the stench of their corpses shall mount and the hills shall be drenched with their blood all the host of heaven shall molder the heavens shall be rolled up like a scroll and all their hosts shall wither like a fig leaf withering on the vine or shriveled fruit on a fig tree for my sword shall be drunk in the sky lo it shall come down upon edom upon the people i have doomed to wreak judgment hashem has a sword it is sated with blood it is gorged with fat the blood of lambs and he goats the kidney fat of rams for hashem holds a sacrifice in basra a great slaughter in the land of edom wild oxen shall fall with them young bulls with mighty steers and their land shall be drunk with blood 
their soil shall be saturated with fat. For it is Hashem's day of retribution, the year of vindication, for Zion's cause. Its streams shall be turned to pitch, and its soil to sulfur. Its land shall become burning pitch. Night and day it shall never go out. Its smoke shall rise for all time. Through the ages it shall lie in ruins. Through the eons none shall traverse it. Jackdaws and owls shall possess it. Great owls and ravens shall dwell there. He shall measure it with a line of chaos and with weights of emptiness. It shall be called No Kingdom is There. Its nobles and all its lords shall be nothing. Thorns shall grow up in its palaces, nettles and briars in its strongholds. It shall be a home of jackals and abode of ostriches. Wild cats shall meet hyenas, goat demons shall greet each other. There too the Lilith shall repose and find herself a resting place. There the arrow snake shall nest and lay eggs, and shall brood and hatch in its shade. There too the buzzards shall gather with one another. Search and read it in the scroll of Hashem. Not one of these shall be absent, no one, not one shall miss its fellow. For his mouth has spoken, it is his spirit that has assembled them. And it is he who apportioned it to them by lot, whose hand divided it for them with the line. They shall possess it for all time, they shall dwell there through the ages. The arid desert shall be glad, the wilderness shall rejoice, and shall blossom like a rose. It shall blossom abundantly, it shall also exult and shout. It shall receive the glory of Lebanon, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They shall behold the glory of Hashem, the splendor of our God. Strengthen the hands that are slack. Make firm the tottering knees. Say to the anxious of heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold your God. Requital is coming, the recompense of Hashem. He himself is coming to give you triumph. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb shall shout aloud. For waters shall burst forth in the desert, streams in the wilderness. Torrid earth shall become a pool, parched land, fountains of water, the home of jackals, a pasture, the abode of ostriches, reeds and rushes, and a highway shall appear there which shall be called the sacred way. No one unclean shall pass along it, but it shall be for them. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, no ferocious beast shall set foot on it. These shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk it. And the ransomed of Hashem shall return, and come with shouting to Zion, crowned with joy everlasting. They shall attain joy and gladness, while sorrow and sighing flee away. In the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah, King Sennacherib of Assyria marched against all the fortified towns of Judah and seized them. From Lachish, the king of Assyria sent the Rabshakeh with a large force to King Hezekiah in Jerusalem. The Rabshakeh took up a position near the conduit of the upper pool by the road of the fuller's field. And Eliakim, son of 
Helkiah, Hezekiah, who was in charge of the palace, Shebna the scribe, and Joah, son of Asaph, the recorder, went out with him. And Rabshakeh said to them, You tell Hezekiah, thus said the great king, the king of Assyria, What makes you so confident? I suppose mere talk makes counsel and valor for war. Look, on whom are you relying that you have rebelled against me? You are relying on Egypt, that splintered reed of a staff, which enters and punctures the palm of anyone who leans on it. That's what Pharaoh, king of Egypt, is like to all who rely on him. And if you tell me that you are relying on Hashem your God, he is the very one whose shrines and altars Hezekiah did away with, telling Judah and Jerusalem you must worship only at this altar. Come now, make this wager with my master, the king of Assyria. I'll give you two thousand horses if you can produce riders to mount them. So how could you refuse anything, even to the deputy of one of my master's lesser servants, relying on Egypt for chariots and horsemen? And do you think I have marched against this land to destroy it without Hashem? Hashem himself told me, Go up against the land and destroy it. Eliakim, Shebna, and Joah replied to Rabshakeh, Please, speak to your servants in Aramaic, since we understand it. Do not speak to us in Judean in the hearing of the people on the wall. But Rabshakeh replied, Was it to your master and to you that my master sent me to speak those words? It was precisely to the men who were sitting on the wall, who will have to eat their dung and drink their urine with you. And the Rabshakeh stood and called out in a loud voice in Judean, Hear the words of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus said the king, Don't let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to save you. Don't let Hezekiah make you rely on Hashem, saying, Hashem will surely save us. This city will not fall into the hands of Assyria. Don't listen to Hezekiah, for thus said the king of Assyria, Make your peace with me, and come out to me, so that you may all eat from your vines and your fig trees, and drink water from your cisterns. Until I come and take you away to a land like your own, a land of bread and wine, of grain fields and vineyards, beware of letting Hezekiah mislead you by saying Hashem will save us. Did any of the gods of the other nations save his land from the king of Assyria? Where were the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where were the gods of Sepharvaim? And did they save Shomron, Samaria, from me? Which among all the gods of those countries saved their countries from me, that Hashem should save Jerusalem from me? But they were silent and did not answer him with a single word, for the king's order was, Do not answer him. And so Eliakim, son of Hezekiah, who was in charge of the palace, Shebna the scribe, and Joah, son of Asaph the recorder, came to Hezekiah with their clothes rent, and they reported to him what the Rabshakeh had said. Galatians 5, 13-26 For brethren, you have been called to liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law, the Torah, 
is fulfilled in one word, even in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another or envying one another. Psalm 64, 1-10 Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer. Preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who whet their tongues like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words, that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil manner. They commune of laying snares privily. They say, Who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow, and suddenly shall they be wounded. So shall they make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away, and all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God. For they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord, and shall trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. Proverbs 23.23 Buy the truth, and sell it not. Also wisdom, and instruction, and understanding. I want to speak to you from Deuteronomy chapter 30, and then we're going to jump into Isaiah 33 to 36. And in Deuteronomy chapter 30, these six verses that we read today are a cornerstone and a foundation for understanding the prophecy about the greater Exodus to come. Let me put this into context and put it into a framework for you. Moses is speaking to the people just before they're about to enter into the promised land after their 40 years of wandering. 
He himself is not going to cross over the Jordan River and go into the promised land, but he's coaching them and he's giving him his final words. But in a way, it's like he's looking down the corridor of time and he's speaking to another generation, to a future generation, to the last day's generation, the generation that will see the second coming of Yeshua, that will experience the greater exodus to come, or the ingathering. I'm going to read those same six verses now in the New King James Version and then unpack it for you. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 1 to 6. Now it shall come to pass, when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse, which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among the nations where the Lord your God drives you. Now think about that. They're about to enter into the promised land. So this doesn't apply to that people then, but it does apply to us now. because. We, his people, have been scattered to all the nations of the earth. Now remember, in Deuteronomy chapters 28 and 29, that's where he laid out all of the blessings for obedience to the Lord's commands and statutes and decrees, to his word, and all of the curses that would come upon them for disobeying. So he's now summarizing and recapping that. He says, when, when these things come to mind to you among all the nations where the Lord your God has driven you, drives you. That's speaking about the children of Israel going into exile, being driven out of the promised land. And you return to Yahweh your Elohim and obey his voice. And according to all that I command you today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul. He's saying there's going to be a future time when you're going to be out in the diaspora, scattered to all the nations, and you're going to return to the Lord your God and obey his voice. And you return to him with all your heart and with all your soul. Verse 3, that Yahweh your Elohim will bring you back from captivity and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you. There it is. That's the promise. He's going to gather us from all the nations where we have been scattered. This is his promise to us today. And in verse 4, If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts under heaven, from there the Lord your God, Yahweh your Elohim, will gather you, and from there he will bring you. That means if you live in Iceland, Scotland, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Europe, Africa, Latin America, South Pole, North Pole, Alaska, the United States, no matter where you live, If you're from the farthest parts under heaven, from there the Lord your God is going to gather you. And he will bring you. Bring us where? Verse 5. Then Yahweh your Elohim will bring you to the land which your fathers possessed. What land is that? That's the promised land. That's the land of Israel. And you shall possess it. He will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart 
and the heart of your descendants to love Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. And I'm going to just jump down now to verse 8. And you will again obey the voice of the Lord and do all his commandments, which I command you today. So this is a cornerstone, a foundational passage in the scriptures about the greater exodus to come. There are many other passages in Ezekiel, in Isaiah, in Jeremiah, in other places. And in fact, there's going to be a passage today from Isaiah that is also a uh, a greater exodus passage from Isaiah. But this one is the first mention. This is the first mention. And this is Moses speaking to his people, but he's actually speaking down the corridor of time to us today. God has promised that he's going to ingather all of his people from all the nations where they've been driven. And it's not just to the Jew, but it's also to the non-Jew. It's to all 12 tribes, to the whole house of Israel. Now let's jump into Isaiah. And the first verse I want to look at is Isaiah chapter 33, verse 22. And I'm going to also read this one in the New King James Version, because I think it's a better translation than what we read. And basically, this verse is unpacking for us who Yeshua is. Okay, so in the Israel Bible translation, they mention him as Hashem. And in the King James, they say the Lord. But we know that whenever the word Lord is mentioned, actually, that is talking about Yahweh. So, how do we know that Yahweh and Yeshua are one and the same? That the Father and the Son, they are one. How do we know? This is a verse that opens that up to us. For the Lord, or Yahweh, is our judge. The Lord, or Yahweh, is our lawgiver. In other words, he's the one who gave us the Torah at Mount Sinai. For the Lord, or Yahweh, is our king, and he will save us. Who is our savior? Yeshua is our savior. So Yeshua is our judge. Yeshua is our lawgiver. Yeshua is our king. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He will return and rule and reign from Mount Zion for a thousand years. And he is our savior. He will save us. So all of those roles are um, rolled up into this one verse. And it's referring to Yahweh and Yeshua because they are one. Now I want to look at chapter 35, verses 3 and 4. And these are two verses that are going to bring great comfort especially now with what's going on in the world with um i've been hearing in the news that in europe electricity bills have increased a thousand percent the people are uprising they're taking their electricity bills their power bills and burning them many um steel forging factories have shut down in europe because they can't afford the energy to run them in places like italy They are using candles at night in restaurants and in office buildings for light because they can't afford the electricity. And again, this is all because of the sanctions that Europe put upon Russia. So basically, Europe shot themselves in the foot. The Nord Stream pipeline 
for gas has been shut down. It's not uh, flowing to Europe anymore. There, instead, Russia is selling that same natural gas to China. So Europe is really under tremendous um, turmoil right now. And all of that is going to affect and impact the rest of the world because this is basically energy is what makes the economy run. And if you don't have energy, you don't have electricity, if you can't keep the lights on and keep your computers powered up and, you know, put gas in your tank of your car to get to and from work, the inter the economy grinds to a halt. And so... There are things happening in this world that are just very distressing, very difficult. And everyone has been touched by it. And it's only going to get worse. So these two verses are of great encouragement in light of all of these things. Chapter 35, verses 3 and 4. Strengthen the hands that are slack. Make firm the tottering knees. Say to the anxious of heart, be strong. Fear not. Behold your God. Requital is coming. The recompense of Hashem. He himself is coming to give you triumph. So we're to look up. We're to cry out to him. We're to trust in him. And know that he sees, he hears, and he's going to deal with it. Now here are some verses in Isaiah chapter 35. That is also another remez hint that's talking about, I believe, the greater exodus to come, the final ingathering um, of the uh, house of Jacob, the people, who, the people of God who are still scattered to the nations of the earth. And chapter 35, verse 8, And a highway shall appear there, which shall be called the sacred way. No one unclean shall pass along it, but it shall be for them. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. Verse 9. No lion shall be there. No ferocious beast shall set foot on it. These shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk it. And the ransomed of the Lord of Hashem shall return and come with shouting to Zion, crowned with joy everlasting. They shall attain joy and gladness, while sorrow and sighing flee away. So I believe this is describing the mass migration, the mass uh, immigration, movement of people, the exodus, as, as God ingathers his people, as Yeshua ingathers them, and they begin their journey to Zion. And um, that it's going to be with incredible, incredible joy. And the Lord is going to open up that road, that highway for them, the highway of holiness, and lead them cloud by day and pillar of fire by night and bring them back home to Israel. So that's what I have for today. Have a blessed day and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Adonai Vish Mareka Yaya
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.